Spellbound is a fantastical, actual play, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress played by Lydia Miller. I want so badly to stay, but I think my kingdom is in danger. Delalia, the elven ranger, played by Kelsey Botwinick Caruza. Whoa, that was so... What an artistic show! Felix, the gnome fighter, played by Rebecca Munoz-Smith. It's a power of friendship, bitch! <laughs> and me, your dungeon master, Emma Carter. Although we may look like a child-friendly podcast, Spellbound contains adult language and themes. See the content warning in the episode notes. If you're new to the podcast, or maybe you just need a refresher on what's happened so far, visit emmakcarter.com forward slash story so far. You can also find a list of characters we've met and bios for the players and their player characters at emmakcarter.com forward slash spellbound. Welcome back, listeners. I just want to give everyone a little heads up. We are nearing the end of this arc of our campaign. There will be three episodes after this one, and then we'll most likely be taking a little break, going on a hiatus, giving ourselves some time and space to take care of ourselves and tend to all the other things we need to give some attention to. But until then, we hope you enjoy these next three episodes. When last we left our heroes, they discovered that the missing food in Haven was being taken by the Mouchrooms, who were acting on behalf of Arwen of Arsington. The Mouchrooms, having been wooed by Arwen's beautiful music, were taking the food and giving it to her to show their gratitude. Our heroes confronted Arwen and convinced her to come clean to her mothers and to the people of Haven. Will this be enough to unite the two communities? Let's find out. I will see you in the story. One thing I forgot to say is that when you guys follow the trail to the treehouse, this tree in the treehouse is alive and in bloom. So you can tell that this area where Arwen has been playing music is very much awakened. Oh. So do we need music to awaken the forest? Or is it just because the mushrooms like her? I don't know anything about magic. <laughs> I think that honestly, from what you've already learned, Delalia, when you were trying to awaken the forest with um, Kat and with this awakened forest trail that the mushrooms are ha- having, um, between you and Thea, with Thea's role earlier, you could deduce that it seems like the mushrooms could help awaken the forest. It seems like when they're happy or when they're pleased, they can maybe they emit something or have an effect that makes the the forest more magical again since they are fae. And so that's what you can also gain from this interaction at the treehouse is that the mushrooms could be of help to you with awakening the forest and potentially maybe even planting the god seed, goddess seed. Interesting. Um, so you guys head on out to the to the refugee camp. Is there any conversation you wanted to have on your on your walk there? Well, 
Yeah. Um, so, Arwen, Thea's trying really nice, to, hard to be nice. You guys are, are you still on the opposite, like each on one side of Cat walking? I don't know. Thea's not possessive, so she might, like. Arwen is definitely wherever Cat is. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to let Cat be in charge of whether or not we're holding hands because I don't feel like playing that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think you see that, like, Arwen and Kat are leading the way back to the refugee camp and Arwen is is chatting happily to Kat who looks like she's very uncomfortable but is smiling really big uh, awkwardly and um, uh, it seems like they, that they're having a conversation uh, do you want to eavesdrop or hang hang close or um, yeah. sure I'll, I'll listen space. I'll listen for a second um, you hear Arwen saying you know, I think part of me just also really hoped that if, you know, if I kept playing music and writing it for you here, that like maybe you'd come visit me and 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 you and you did. And I'm really glad that you did because I really I really like you, Kat, and I just really think that we could be really great together. And if you'll just give me a chance, I promise and I Thea is just going <clears> to <throat> So, Arwen. Um Oh, hi. Hi. So, I had a thought. Um so your music your tree seems to be very happy and very awake and the mushrooms like you and the mushrooms bring happiness and awakeness. Have you thought about maybe combining your music with Cat's magical abilities to help awaken the forest? I think that my music and Kat's magical abilities would make a great pair, says Arwen, beaming at Kat. If there's anything I can do to help you awaken the forest, Kat, I, I will do it. Anything anything you need from me. We can do it together. She goes back to holding Kat's hand again. Oh, that's great. That's, mm-hmm. Do you really think that that could help Thea? Is that Kat? Yeah. yeah. Thea looks at Kat and she goes, I think music is important to the mushrooms, and I think they would help awaken the forest. I mean, I don't know. Delalia, you interacted with them. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Is that a dumb idea? No, I like it. Um, yeah, I, I sort of like the idea of the forest being awakened by all of us. And even though you've definitely made a mistake, Arwen, I feel like this could be some a really, really, really good way for you to prove your value and prove that like you can you can help. Yeah, and to do so without necessarily wanting to gain anything for yourself um, could be a really nice way to say, "Hey, I'm sorry, and I'm on your side." To the people of Haven, and isn't there a? Isn't there a, don't we have a thing tonight that we kind of have to do? Yeah, we have a thing tonight we have to do. Yeah, maybe if we can solve this, we can get Arwen to come along and play her music at the thing we have to do. Do we do? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my thought too, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. If Princess Cat needs me, that's where I'll be. Jesus. Hey, can we talk about that? Oh, oh look, says Cat. I see the <laughs> refugee camp up ahead. Great, there it is. She looks as gonna whisper, maybe we should wait until she kind of confesses to other people oh we've got what a lot she did before. big to-do list for, yeah. for her yeah yeah no you're right I, we don't want to put too much on her too fast because yeah. i have a feeling she's flighty that's her um so how do you guys want to do this are you gonna approach with arwen and cat what's the yeah 
I Thea does not want to leave those two alone, so she's gonna follow them. So everyone's walking into camp together. Yeah. As you are walking into camp together, uh, you see that there seems to be some commotion going on. There's a little makeshift stage that has been uh, created, and someone says, "There they are! There they're coming back!" And you see people like, "Oh, oh, quick, quick, quick! Everyone places." Um, what? And Ooh. Evelyn, uh, Arwen's one of Arwen's mothers rushes forward and she says, oh, we, we were working on something for you. It's not quite finished yet, but since you're here now, would you be, oh, hi, Arwen. Um, oh, hi. And she notices Princess Cat too. You're here. Um, well, you're, you're welcome to be here too, I guess, if she's with you three. Yes, actually. Good. Okay. So here, take your seats. Oh, um, and uh, some, there's some makeshift like <laughs> seating that's been assembled and you are just thrust into, uh, in front of this stage um, as they uh, take their places and Evelyn explains, we we wanted to thank you for bringing Aglan back home and it's not quite done yet, but I think you'll be really happy with uh, with the uh, with our interpretation. And they smile at you specifically to Lelia. Oh. And Evelyn says, great. All right, places, everyone, places. <clears throat> Arog, if you would. And Arog, uh, Arwen and Aglan's other mother, uh, wheels onto the, the stage and she takes center stage and she uh, begins the show. And uh, yeah, Arwen leans over uh, Delady and Arwen says, yeah, they've been working on this ever since you left. Aww. And they begin. <clears throat> Arog. Arog says... There once existed a beautiful town, a beacon of hope in an otherwise gray and dull landscape. It was known as the town of Arsington. And all of the other like people on stage say, yeah! Life was good in Arsington. There was theater. There was culture. But then, everything changed when the kingdom of Luminary invaded. And all of the other people go, boo! An actor dressed as what you assume to be a soldier of luminary steps onto the stage and reads from a scroll hear ye hear ye from this day henceforth the town of Arsington is now an extension of the kingdom of luminary all hail King Gregory suck. by order of his heinousness <laughs> we'll be implementing some changes in Arsington uh, the scroll that this soldier is holding unfurls even further, rolling across the, the stage in a comically long way. Uh, and uh, Erog uh, takes the center stage again, and she says, Some folks refuse to abide by these rules. They refused to be silenced, to be controlled. And so these folks, these rebels, escaped and traveled far, as far as they could carry themselves, until they arrived at a beautiful, mysterious wood, and they, there's some makeshift wood scenery that's wheeled on stage. The rebels took shelter in a forest glen for seven days with the blessing of the people who inhabited the forest. For a time, they lived in peace and harmony. But then everything changed when the people of the forest attacked. <laughs> Someone really likes that line. <laughs> Kat is sitting there kind of like, un like looking a little bit uh, surprised um, and Arwen says, don't worry, this is where it gets good. 
An actor dressed to look somewhat like V hops out with a large sword and an angry expression on their face. They roar and the crowd gasps. Uh, Fake V says, How dare you desecrate this forest? Be gone, you roar! That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Another actor with a crown of sticks upon his head enters and says in a deep voice, You get the impression this is King Ward. You have stolen from my people. Now you will starve. And both actors like growl and and roar and they chase the people around the stage with with a sword. Well, V, the actor playing V chases people around the stage with a sword while the actor playing the king just stands there with their arms crossed and all of the extras are are running away and and they exit the stage. And and, uh, Kat leans over and she says, I don't think that's quite how it went down. I believe um, it's open to artistic interpretation. Yeah. And our era continues. The rebels spent many weeks doing their best to survive in the wilderness without the shelter of the forest to protect them. They scavenged for their own food and learned many new skills in order to survive. But the people were hopeless. They had nowhere to go, nothing to look forward to. That is, until one day, when their savior arrived. Ha! Ah! A busty elf with long hair (laughs) (laughs) leaps onto the stage and strikes a pose. Busty! Oh my god, I'm imagining like a Black Widow pose. Uh "Hmm." (laughs) A three point. This can do no good for her ego. I I can't decide if Lilia likes it or not. I think she likes it, maybe. She has a fan club and it's an entire fucking town. This is not it's about good. time. I have not. Delilah has not been impressing anyone her whole life, so she's pretty pretty oh pleased by this. Oh my god, my heart! A busty elf with long hair leaps onto the stage and strikes a pose. My name is Delilah, and I am here to give you hope, beautiful, talented folks of Arsington. Me and my friends are going to get to the bottom of this once and for all. The king, uh, fake king and fake V come back out on stage. How dare you treat other people this way? Someone needs to be taught a lesson. And that person is me. Felix's head is in his hands. So it's like, oh my Sorry, god. Sorry, can you say that again and say that someone needs to teach you a lesson? Because <laughs> I just realized that totally changes the context. Yep. I wrote it wrong. Okay. How dare you treat other people this way? Someone needs to teach you a lesson. And that person is me. Come on, punkin. <laughs> yes. Delania's character, along with uh, uh, actors playing Felix and Thea's characters, and a team of actors inside a giant goat costume, <laughs> chase V around the stage and punish V for scaring them off. They kick V's butt and V runs away crying while everyone cheers. Yay! Yay! The fake trio strikes a pose and the crowd cheers. Then, from off stage, a dwarf wearing another crown with two fake golden bunny ears sticking out of his head and some whiskers on his face appears. Uh, Arog said, Gasp! It's the Rabbit Prince! Rabbit Prince, your true power comes from within. The actor playing Dashing says, Thank you for believing in me, Delalia. I don't know what I would do without you. And he promptly dips her into a kiss. (laughs) 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 
Now. Uh, Delalia's shirt is up over her nose right now. <laughs> and she's just like, you can't see what's going on underneath, and that's how it needs to be. Dashing's ears, Dashing's ears are straight up, and his eyes are wide. And he looks at you, Delalia, and then he like kind of like looks away, blushing a little bit. Yeah, and Delalia is staring straight ahead, not looking at anybody. She doesn't know what she's gonna do when she does. This is amazing. <laughs> Now, people of Arsington, come with me back to my home where you can live in safety and harmony forever. And all of the actors gather and they bow. Did you say that they could go to? No, I said they could go to, um... Um, Arog leans forward. This is generally the part where the audience applaud. Oh. Oh. Y- yeah, yay! Yeah. That's a very confused yeah. applause. <laughs> Sorry, we had a lot. Uh, whoa! That was so... What an artistic show! Yeah! You you hear a voice, uh, Hilda's voice, you realize from bes- behind you say, Yeah, it's only gotten better. You should have seen the first three run-throughs. And she's standing behind you with Ramsey at her, standing behind you with Ramsey at her side, kind of smirking a little bit in like a there you are. <laughs> I knew you guys would really appreciate the play. It was it was something. So now that we've seen that beautiful artistic expression. Oh, thank you. Um I wrote it myself. Delalia's cheekbones have never been sharper because her face is currently like she, she can't close her mouth. She's like <laughs> like trying to like sucking a lemon yeah <laughs> sucking a lemon can't yeah cannot doesn't know what to do uh and again has not looked at friends dashing at all because that's insane yeah um but that's okay it's a it's art it's art he's like a 12 year old to her <laughs> and he's also a bro <laughs> a literal baby <laughs> he's a baby bro um so anywho uh arwen we have something. Arwen has something. Oh, that she would like to share privately. Let's get out of this hole. Let's get out of costume. Take ten. Yeah, they, good show. Yeah, everyone. very good. We'll come back Great. for notes in like forty-five minutes. You do what you need to do. So, uh, Arwen, do you want to go? Do we want to do this privately? Um, uh, Arwen seems a little reluctant, and Evelyn says. Yeah, w- wait, what's what's going on? Arwen and Oglin also joins and they both look at the three of you and they say, "What what's happened? You said that Arwen has something to tell us? Mm-hmm. And I go down to Oglin. Oh yeah, and you see that Oglin is, has also appeared. He uh, was not part of the show, but uh, you might have noticed that he was playing uh, music in the background off stage. If he, that was him. And he just so, waves. Yeah, and I and I wave at him and be real cute, like little pinchy hands. Um, but don't expect anything more than that. And um, yeah, yeah. So just some interesting. We've been doing some some exploring, and um, it's your story to tell, Arwen. <sighs> well, mothers, I have been blessed by the Fae. They have seen in me the glory of talent and artistic beauty. And so, I must tell you, I am the chosen one, and that is why... And Kat just elbows elbows Arwen, and Arwen says, Ugh. Okay, 
I, I know why food has been disappearing from Haven. And that's why, she, that's why Kat is here. I see? And Kat's just like, hi. Um, we, uh, we figured out. We figured out why the food is missing and uh, we're gonna fix it so that the food isn't being stolen and they don't have to be mad at us anymore so that we can all be friends again and we can share resources. And they point to Thea like, share resources and everything will be good. And there's no reason to be mad at anyone. Arwen, there's a little bit more to the story than yeah, that. Those are all very good points, but I think maybe we should be direct and say, what exactly has been going on? I think we'll find that in this situation, Sometimes there are is both key. pluses and minuses to what has happened. One of the pluses is that we've found out that the mushrooms, the fae in this forest, really like music and respond to it by creating bounty in nature. Uh, they like my music. Very specifically, they like Arwen's music. Thank you. On the not-so-plus side, the way that we figured this out... Arwen, would you like to tell them the way that we figured this out? So, the mushrooms like to bring me gifts. Oh, also, mushrooms they're mice, but, like, they have mushroom heads. I promise it's real. Um, and they... Can confirm. They like to bring me gifts. And it just so happened that the gifts they were bringing me were actually from Haven... And uh, I've been sharing those gifts here with everyone here uh, in my for my daily foraging contributions. Um, but, uh, you know, we've uh, had a great conversation about how sharing is caring, guys. And I'm, we're, just, we're just all going to share it now. We don't need to. It doesn't need to be one side versus the other side. We can all just be cool. Arwen, again. I'm going to spill your tea if you do not. And it will sound a lot less attractive coming out of my mouth. And Arag and Evelyn say Arwen. And Arwen says, okay, fine. I was playing music. The mushrooms brought me food. I ate some of that food. I shared some of that food, but the food was coming from Haven. And that's why the people from Haven think that we're stealing food. I wasn't stealing it. I wasn't taking it, but I was the recipient of it. And we, as a community, at least a little bit, were the recipient of it. So that's why they're mad, but I'm not going to do it anymore. And instead, pluses... We're going to use the mushrooms who love my music so much to help make the forest awake again so that there's plenty of food for everybody. So there's no, like I said, there's no reason to get mad at anyone because it all works out in the end. So the and, point here, oh, Delaylee, I guess. And the tree that was in the Havenite's mind defaced uh, was also defaced by Arwen. I did carve into a tree. Yes, I did do that. But to our own credit, it's really hard to tell why in, that tree is different in, in from other defense. trees. Yeah. Yeah, that, that glen... Tree. The glen is rather uh, unsuspecting. It, it, it's very... It's a, it's a glen. But it is important to those people. To her credit, she didn't know. It is. But the action was done and consequences were taken from it. So I think what we've learned here today is that most of this was a bit of a misunderstanding. I think that there is still a way if Kat, who... Can I spill the beans about... Or would you rather spill the beans about... I think I should do it. Okay. Um, At least I, 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 I think I know what you're about to say. I, I just... I want to let you know, and she's looking at the, at the arson knights, arsingtonists, who have all gathered now because this has become quite a, a scene. Kat says, I am the new ruler of the Northwood. Um... Oh gosh, oh gosh, um, thank you. I, and it's 
my decision, what happens next. And what I would like is for all of us to come together. I would like for all of us to share what resources we have. And I would like for the people of Arsington to come back into the wood and to help us with our, our goal of awakening the forest. Because if the mushrooms like your music, Arwen, like, like they seem they, they seem to do, maybe they will like the music of, of the other bards here. And maybe you can help us bring magic back to our forest so that we can all have enough to eat. And I'm sorry that we asked you to go and that we threw you out without figuring out the truth first. And Thea just like looks at her and gives her a little like, oh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Nod. Thanks. She mouths, thank you. And that is what I have to say. And now uh, back to you, Delalia. <laughs> yep. Everyone's doing great. Um, Everyone's doing so well. Hey, uh, my ladies, what say you um now what say you now um evelyn looks astounded arog looks angry and arog says well i know someone is very grounded uh and evelyn says are you really mean it we'll be invited back in and we'll be able to to take shelter in the forest because i as much as we like our spot at the river here it would be it would be nice to come to come back inside and I I am so sorry that this happened. We I should have paid more attention. I should have known and I Wow. I'm sorry. There's a lot to keep track of and you guys have gone through a very difficult time and you've done an excellent job. This isn't your fault, but I think we can all work together to improve stuff. And I think we I I think I think this is a great opportunity for a second chance. I, we have a thing that we have to do tonight um, that would potentially create more resources so that there wouldn't be a scarcity and there wouldn't be competition over food. Um, but I think your two nations need to come together and figure out how you can equitably split those resources and talk about your boundaries and not assume things about each other anymore unless you can get to the bottom of it everyone's nodding evelyn says well as long as we're not going to be attacked or anything i'm we're happy to help and kat says i promise we nobody in haven will attack you we you're you're welcome to come back in this was just a misunderstanding and and i think I like that idea. Second chance. And you hear some other people murmur, second chance, second chance. And I know that we've got some grounding in store, but yeah, we do have an event tonight that we could use Arwen's help with, if that's okay. Well, you have the entire help of everyone from Arsington, if that is what you need. We can pack up and be there within by by, by nightfall. Oh, perfect. Or sun, sun, sundown? Would sundown be? We can be there by sundown. Could you meet us in the in the the sacred glen um, with some instruments. Mm, we can do that. Yeah, Arwen, maybe you could uh, transcribe your music and share it with the rest of your village. Um, I think maybe a louder, rather than a single song, an entire symphony might bring a lot of these. Yeah, and maybe, maybe some songs out. that are, you know, geared towards nature. Mm-hmm. And and maybe less specific to p- people. Oh, really? Less uh, less specific to people? I just feel like yeah, maybe 
Yep. It'd be more effective mm-hmm. if it was a general musical. I like writing about roses and time and place, violets time and, place, and what time color and they are. Time How about and that place. One? Time and place. <laughs> Whatever Princess Cat needs, we we can do. And the arsonists, <laughs> the Arsington, the, the people of Arsington. You did this. It was I your did. <laughs> the people of Arsington agree to help you with your ritual tonight, so long as nobody from Haven attacks them. Listeners, this is your DM, Emma Carter. This is the part where I take a moment to thank you, the listener, for pressing play. If you want to connect with us on social media, maybe say hi or give the podcast a shout out, you can find us at The Spell Pod. That's at The Spell Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Spellbound is brought to you today by our wonderfully supportive patrons on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, our patrons get to enjoy special bonus content, including access to our Discord, first look at new artwork, the recording of our Session Zero, the wedding video of Lydia's meowage to her cat Yasa, and more. If you like what you hear, consider becoming a patron today and check out our various tier options at patreon.com forward slash spellpod. We actually have a new patron to thank. Thank you so much, Tim Hutzma. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I apologize. Thank you, Tim, for becoming a patron. Also, a little personal PSA from me to anyone who's listening. Don't forget to get boosted if you haven't and to become fully vaccinated if you're still in the process of doing that. Uh, And please continue to wear masks in public spaces. We've been going through a boom in the numbers here of people who are testing positive for COVID, and that isn't fun for anyone. Um, And if you're currently dealing with COVID, if you have it yourself or your family and friends do, we're sending you all the good healing vibes. We hope you start feeling better soon. Okay, enough of that. Let's get back to our heroes. To Haven? Uh, how's, uh, what's Hilda been up to? Um, Hilda, She's looking sassy like a teenager over there. Yeah. Which I don't appreciate. Hilda Hi. saunters up to you, Felix, and she says, Ramsey and I took a little walk through the forest and we came here and watched them rehearse this play for like three hours. Wow, three hours of that over and over again. Did you have fun or? I wanted to support Auckland. Oh, cute. Love that. I missed him. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure he was okay. Good. How's, how do you feel like he's settling back in? He seems happy, I think. He doesn't really talk much still, but yeah. he's with his family, right? So That's what's important. That's what's important. Yeah. And we're, we are going to get you back to your family, Hilda. I promise. Thank you. 
So you guys head back to Haven and it is now, so by the time you, like everything you've done today so far, when you come back to Haven, let's say it's about like early evening. Like it's about, it's about like, it's past lunch. If you guys wanted to like grab food from the treehouse or whatever, you can like have food and stuff. But time-wise it's about like five o'clock went by the time you get back to Haven, just from all the walking you've done, all the talking you've done. Is, have we had time to inform the rest of Haven of our plan? We should, um, we should tell Kat that she has time now to talk to her family and to V about what's going on since she's the ruler. I'll go do that. I'll talk to my family and V and I'll, I'll let them know what's happening. Um, Perkins, can you be in charge? This is when I talk to myself. Perkins, can you be in charge of making sure that when the people from Arsington get here, they, they're greeted and have everything they need and can you greet them and just be in charge of that? Oh, certainly, Princess. I will I will definitely be the welcoming committee. Uh, maybe Hilda can help me with that. Sure, that's fine by me. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> All of it. And, that's, and see. And see. That's what those NPCs are doing. <laughs> which leaves you three dashing and lorn. Gotcha. Oh, and, and V, you see, as you guys come back in, it looks like there are like people have prepared for a fight like they're the children are no longer in the streets it looks like people are kind of sheltering in their homes and uh queen sassandra is giving a speech to the the crowd of you know just regular folks who have taken up arms uh, kind of trying to let them mother sassandra yeah queen mother sassandra is uh taking is giving them an inspirational speech about defending their home against the the villains who once uh, attacked them previously. So that's, you guys arrive right when that's happening. Tonight we fight. I hope that you will follow me into battle tonight to protect our home from the darkness, if it comes. And that, and then they all say, hear, hear, and that speech ends. The night is dark and full of dangers. <laughs> you believe it's terrors? I don't want to get copyrighted. That's, that, that's valid, that's valid. So you have some time before the ritual tonight. Um, what would you like to do? You can do something as a group or you can do something separately. Well, Kat and I have a date. Kat, That's have a right. Date. You guys have a date. Aw. Um, I think uh, Felix would, I, I would like to have some alone time for Felix. Felix I have some things I need to do. Oh, oh, do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> do they involve Sorty McSorderson? Well, I have to carry it. So yes, the sword is involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> You guys are so mean to me. <laughs> are there stores here? Perkins would let you know. Uh, well, if a uh, weaponry, uh, you know, swords, anything is what you're looking for, uh, V is the person to talk to. Oh, sweet. Yes, I'll go. They have quite a collection. Talk to V about that. Okay. I think Delilah does not want to be alone with her thoughts at this moment. So yeah. That's good. Let's start. Let's start with Delilah and V. Um, since that group of people had just dispersed from their inspirational speech from Queen Sassandra, who is decked out like she's ready for battle. Hot. Yeah. Um, you see V standing over with uh, Wolfie, giving Wolfie a, a snack of some bread by themselves. Maybe. Oh, hey. Is, is Princess Cat okay? Yeah, she's fine. Okay, um, actually did some pretty badass shit. Cool. Um, really handling stuff. This is the longest we've spent apart in a long time. Yeah. Well, we've resolved the food thing. You have? Yeah. And um, are going to resolve the forest thing later tonight. So lots of check, checking lots of boxes. 
Um, I was wondering sort of what you have available, and of course I am able and willing to pay, uh, as far as weaponry is concerned. I have weapons. Yeah. Do you have any plus anything weapons? What type of weapon are you looking for? Preferably longbow. Let's take a look. Okay. And they lead you back to their home, which is kind of towards the outskirt of the village, like a little more, a little more private dwelling. Um, is it sort of like a chic condo situation? No. Is it like Daredevil's apartment? It's yeah. it's honestly pretty minimalistic. <laughs> like there's no flower pots outside or anything. No welcome mat. It's oh, very utilitarian. Um, they invite you back at, to their home and invite you inside. Um, and there's a feeling about this home, like maybe you see like there's pic- like paintings on the walls. Uh, it seems rather homey for V. Um, like it's still a way that it used to be. Yeah. That knowing what you know about V, mm-hmm. you get the impression that they probably haven't changed anything about their home since they lost their parents. Yeah. It's a seems like and it's clean, mm-hmm. but it also it, it's homey, but it doesn't necessarily feel like V spends a lot of time here. Yeah. And they lead you to a, a weapon room and you said longbow, right? Mm-hmm. So they they go through their stuff and they pull out a longbow, um, and it looks to be a good quality longbow. Um, and they say, So, this longbow belonged to my mom. And normally I wouldn't let anyone touch it ever. But considering what's going on right now, and considering that you are helping us with our situation, save our forest, uniting our people, all that jazz. Yeah. You can, you can use it tonight. Oh. You can use it tonight, and if we, if we make it through the night, you can keep it. But you have to take care of it. Incentive. <laughs> okay. Thank you for first of all giving me a reason to live. I'm not being facetious when I say that. Second of all, I would be honored to carry your mother's bow. Thank you. Also, Delia, you have plenty of reasons to live. We'll see. You have friends who love you. They talk about you all the time. They clearly care about you and want to make sure you're okay. Even Wolfie likes you. I do like that little motherfucker. <laughs> He's there. Uh, and Drooling. I like snuggle on his stinky mouth. Yes. Like, me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> How are yeah. you doing? They say kind of just like casually standing. Like bro. Yeah. yeah. How are like, you doing? When dudes talk. Um, you know, obviously fine. You know, as fine as, as one would expect. Just yeah. sort of want it all to be over a little bit. Yeah, same. Yeah. That, that's fair. Yeah. How about you? I'm ready to kick some ass. That's what yeah. I'm ready to do. That will feel really good. That'll feel really good. Ooh. I'm just really nervous. Like, what if... What if I lose my hand and can't use a bow anymore? Or what if I... Did it wrong and Kildora's gone? Or what if I... This isn't the right place and I totally messed it up? What if it's a total trap? And I plant Kildora's seed, and then she's killed immediately. There's a lot of bad things that can happen here. Yeah, I guess. 
I know it's like, what has to happen, though. Well, it sounds like you're doubting yourself. Yeah. Why? Well, you're strong. You're smart. You're clearly very capable. And from what I've heard, you guys have done a lot of really amazing things to help other people. Yeah. I just feel like I was maybe sort of at the right place at the right time. And I can think of a lot better candidates to be handling this situation right now. I just stumbled into this situation because I was trying to help Thea find her brother. And like, wh why wasn't my mom the one to discover that Sylvale had been destroyed and, and had a god seed placed in her hand? Or my mentor, Wahea, like it would have mean so much more sense for one of them. They totally have the tools to handle it. I just am trying to help people. I am not one to speak about the intentions of the gods, but maybe you were just the right person at the right time. But is that such a bad thing? No. You were there. You went. Nobody else went. You know? Like, I got this because I was there. My parents are gone because they were there. They were the person, the people who were there at the time. And they sacrificed themselves to do what they thought was right. It could have been anyone protecting the king that day. That's true. And... Uh, but they chose to be there. And I guess you become the right person once you're doing the thing, huh? I didn't necessarily think that I would always be a bodyguard my whole life, but I'm the one who's here. And this is yeah. what I'm choosing. And, you know... And it's right because it's what I've chosen. Small note, the scar is very attractive. I know. Okay, good. Think so. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know what? Honestly, if my goal is, which it is, to help people, then this is a good step in doing that. So, yeah, let's do it. They uh, give you a clap on the shoulder, kind of squeeze it a little bit. It is um, definitely wooden, so they're probably uh, a little bit like, uh -huh. Yeah, there's a moment they lift their hand, and then they pat it gently. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the oath bow. If you make an attack while speaking the command phrase, swift, swift death to you who have wronged me, you will make that target your sworn enemy. And that means when you're fighting that sworn enemy, you get some advantages. Whenever you pick the sworn enemy, Delalia, you will then have advantage on all attacks made with the oath bow against that sworn enemy. I know who I'm picking. And this is a real D&D magic item called the oath bow. Okay, so Your that... mom was a total badass. Wow. She was, yeah. Oh my god. She was pretty awesome. It's like the longest conversation. I think this is the most words I've ever heard you yeah, speak. close. All right. Well, you can get out of my house now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll see you later. Okay, bye. They don't end conversations well. <laughs> Let's scoot on over to Felix. Felix, you wanted some time alone. Yeah. What is happening with Felix? Okay, so for first of all, so Felix is going to go just a little bit outside of the town, just off to the side a little bit, like like the house that's the furthest out of town. He's just going to go like kind of behind that house sort of thing, just for some little privacy. And he's going to take out the sword and he's just going to kind of stab it in the ground so it's standing up on its own. And he's just going to say, what the hell was that? What was what? What was what? You almost made me kill my friends. Well, try to kill my friends. 
You seem like you have a problem. Yes, I do! I have a problem with killing my friends! What's wrong with you? Sometimes you have to crack some eggs to make an omelette. Okay, look. Just kidding. Sometimes you have to kill your friends to gain power. Okay, look. I need you to get it through your, your, your hilt. I don't want power, okay? I mean, not that kind of power. I appreciate what you do when we fight. Like, mm. you're a great sword. You're a fantastic sword, even. I know. It's, it's the, the wanting to steal things that are actually belong to other people that are kind of important to them. That's the problem. And now you're wanting to kill people? Like, now you're just getting a little, like... You seem a little too hot and ready for the, the bloodshed, so I'm getting concerned here. As you should be. Want to elaborate on that? You seem to be under the impression that I serve you. Well, I assumed you you serve Pax, but he lent me to you, uh, you he lent you to me, and so I figured you maybe want to help? You won me from Pax. I cannot be freely given away. Oh my god, did Pax, what's Pax trying to get rid of you? <laughs> <laughs> Great. I want power, sweet Felix, and I will do whatever it takes to get what I want. You are merely a means to the ends of getting that power. And you may enjoy using me. Use me as much as you like. But I will use you when I choose. As well. as well. I'd like to see you have not been doing a good job of that so far, so make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, you have to beat a fifteen. Fifteen or higher. Fifteen. Motherfucker! I, I don't even know. have any 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 It's a fifteen again. I don't even have, I don't have any plus anythings. It's fucking hilarious. So once more power friendship. It's a power, power friendship, friendship, bitch. <laughs> once more, you see your hand like reach for the hilt and pull it back out of the ground. And you pull back as if you're just going to like swipe at uh, a, a small tree sapling nearby um, or like, I guess, a dead tree, a, a dead tree. And you pull back and uh, you're able to stop yourself and you 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 let go of the sword. Yeah, Felix like kind of chucks it a few feet away. He's mad at it right now. You can hear it laughing. <laughs> we were working so well together before. Why are you being difficult now? Because, because Felix... I have been with you for a long time now, and the longer I am with you, the stronger I will become. The more you use me, the more you owe me, and the more I owe you. You were a birthday gift for Pax, weren't you? Gods don't have birthdays. Whatever, you were a gift. <laughs> you were a gift to Pax, though. He did, did he make you? The sword is silent a moment. Do you know who made you? It kind of... Ooh, this is a good question. Almost, maybe even sadly, the sword is just kind of like... You can almost feel it humming and a little quieter. It says, I was born of lies and deception. But I was not created by paths. That's interesting. I was merely transformed. Transformed? And it goes quiet again. Wait. 
transformed. Hang on. Slightly meta. Didn't... Who was the one that looked at it and saw that it was a type of magic? Like, who did that? I, I feel like it like it said that it was like transmute. Didn't it say it was like transmutation magic? Or was that the acorns? Am I think I that was the acorns. Oh, okay. Sword was transmutation magic. Okay, oh, okay. There we go. So it was transmutation magic. So... Were you a person at one point? No. no. Okay. Well, that answers something. I just... I really wish that Pax could just show up and just take you back. Because honestly, I, I just... I need you for this fight, but honestly, this is turning into a real problem. I can't not do this. And from behind you, you hear... <laughs> Did I hear somebody say my name? And you <laughs> turn around and you are looking at a satyr. Uh... Hi. Lounging on a rock, like with uh, his arms behind his head, feet propped up, smirking at you, just like in the artwork you made. Oh. <laughs> uh, and he says, uh, did I hear someone call my name? Pax? Are you? He winks. That's me, baby. <laughs> Look. You should consider yourself lucky. I don't usually make house calls. Thank you for that. Uh, look, I, I appreciate the sword and everything, but I'm trying to help your sister here, and this guy is trying to kill everyone. Like, is there something you can do? Like, or maybe you have another sword or something? That's the only sword I have. Had. But thank you for taking it off my hands. So you were trying to get rid of it. He shrugs, kind of, and smiles impishly. It's a funny thing, that sword. You can't just give it away. It has to be won from you or taken from you. Mm. You can't throw it away. can't leave it behind. It'll always find its way back. It was a punishment, you see, for me. Oh? But now it's your problem. Wait, why, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, laughs and... Grins. He doesn't even remember this fucker. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember what I did. <sighs> Look. We're okay, so tonight we're gonna try and plant Kildora's seed, and I feel like I'm starting to turn into a liability. Is there's gotta be something you can do to help. I mean, you're a god. That I am. I am a god of mischief. I am a patron of thieves and gamblers. It is my job to cause chaos, young Felix. That's what I'm here for. I'm just here for the party. If my sister has gotten herself in a problem, that's her problem. Okay, but this is Zendaya, and I feel like you were involved with that problem originally, from what I read. You see his, he see, you see his jaw clench. <laughs> I'm gonna die, guys. What do you know about that? I mean, I... Just from what I read, it sounds like... Uh, you had something to do with Zendaya uh, trying to steal your brother's sword and her getting banished. And now she seems pretty gung-ho to kill all the gods. So I feel like some of this kind of falls on you. His jaw is still clenched, and from where you left it on the ground, you can sense the sword is kind of vibrating and shaking. And Pax looks at it, and then he looks back at you, and he says, Like I said, I'm an agent of chaos. So you're not going to help. 
I've done everything that I can to help you, Felix. Now you have to help yourself. Bye. And then like, he disappears like the little asshole that he is. (laughs) Fantastic. And Felix is just going to stare at the sword a bit longer. Like, fuck, I'm going to get myself in too. I'm going to let you ponder that. I think Ramsey comes up beside you and gently puts his head under your hand and looks up at you with big eyes. Yeah. um, uh, Felix is going to, you know, kind of scratch behind his ears and he's going to sit on the ground and he's just going to keep staring at the sword while petting Ramsey, just thinking for a minute. But let's pop over to Thea and Kat. Uh, where do you think that you and Kat are right now, Thea, for your little date? Should we, should we like, go to the Glen to, like, prep it or something? Sure, That's sure. That's I can think of. So you go out to the Sacred Glen. You're actually not there alone. Perkins is there uh, because he was told to, you know, be a welcoming committee for, um, for the people of Arsington. So he's there with Hilda and uh, they're hanging out. Um, I think maybe they're making a sign that says, welcome, Arsa, Arsa, Arsa. And then it's like, there is a lot of, yeah. <laughs> and Hilda's like, let's just start over. <laughs> um, so they're off ways doing that. Grandma Lynn is also there with you. And you see that she is, seems to be kind of just like, uh, maybe chanting and druidic, like under her, her breath, kind of walking around the Glen. She's got some like herbs in her hand that she's, she seems to be prepping the the ground, uh, the area for this ritual. She hands you and Kat some dried flower petals and has you kind of grinding them in, with your fingers and, mm-hmm. and uh, placing them about the, the glen as you kind of have a little, wa- a chaperone, like walk together. Everyone is like giving you space, but you're not totally alone in the glen. They, they know we princesses and we like each other. Sorry, this is probably not super romantic. <laughs> oh, um, no, that's... Let's, Not that it has to be. No, no. I mean, it, it's it's plenty romantic. Um, um, I mean, I don't know what other kind of alone time we're gonna get out here in preparation Fair. for. Anywho, I'm 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 sorry about earlier with with Arwen. If I was a little weird, you handled it really well. Did I? I didn't. I don't feel like I did. I feel like I was such a goof. I, I, I like your goofy though. <laughs> um, no, I think I think you did fine. I. I think if you're uncomfortable with the way she treats you, you might need to be a little more uh, plain spoken about it. Yeah. Assertive. But that's up to you. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to do it. And, and and I'm not, like I said, I've only like known you a day, so I don't want to be possessive or anything. Kat reaches out and she holds your hand and she says... We don't have to talk about it now. Let's let's just talk about something nice. Okay. What's wh- what's your favorite thing that you miss about your home? Uh, the library. We had this big library that my mom added to throughout the time that she was queen. Um, and she added all the best books, all the books that had magic in them and stories of adventure and histories from around the different parts of the world. Wow. Yeah. And, and there was this one little nook where I would go and hide and read the books that I wasn't supposed to read mm-hmm. <laughs> because magic is <laughs> outlawed. <laughs> but 
I wanted to know. And, and I could never stop exploding with magic. And I just, I don't know, I was trying to find maybe the reason behind it, not knowing that I was actually, you know, a sorceress and came from potentially a star queen? I don't know. Star queen? Yeah, I, my mom is, well, she's, I think she's dead. She might be alive. I'm not really sure, but I've been getting a lot of messages from the universe and, and, and your, your grandmom told me some stuff that didn't really make sense. I, Yeah, that that's pretty common with Grandma Lynn. Her, <laughs> her messages can be kind of cryptic at times. I mean, I don't know that I would expect anything less from a seer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that was, that's what I miss about Highgard is, is the library and, and, and my friends. I didn't have very many of them, but, but, um, I had my, my caretaker Mavery and, um, Elisariel and Harlow in the temple were very kind to me. What about what about you? What what is your favorite thing about being here? Well, this is the only home I've ever known, but I I really like I liked my treehouse before. That was my special place. But you know, to be honest, I just I like being with the people. I like going out and and talking to people and I'm not always the most <laughs> eloquent person, but I like I like our home. I like the forest. I like the animals. I like seeing everything come back to life again and then go to sleep again in the cycles of nature. And I've never really given much thought about, I mean, I always know it's gonna be the leader someday. So I haven't really had a lot of time to think about other things, but I also really liked the people from Arsington, how they wrote music and 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 plays and and were artists. We don't really have a lot of that here in in Haven. And I think that if we can bring our two cultures together, I think that could be really good for for our community. Yeah, I I I think it will be really good. That was something that we did have um, in in my kingdom back home. Was we <laughs> we had Lawrence who was sort of in charge of the arts and culture. Um, so we had we had festivals um, for the equinox, for the solstice. We had these beautiful festivals, and there was music and and food and and performances. Um, yeah, I I think if you were two cultures can come together, I think it will be very harmonious and beautiful, and it will add something to to Haven. Maybe if this works, we can make today a, a festival day we can celebrate it next year as as the as the day of of rebirth or the day of second chances i think that would be wonderful that could be my first decree as a leader that could be your first decree first decree is to have a party i, I like it <laughs> <laughs> she blushes a little bit and she says when you're done planting the seed and helping with awakening the forest do you think you'll stick around or do you have to go back home. Thea's face kind of sinks a little and she goes I want I want to stay. I she grabs her hand. She says I I want so badly to stay. But I think my kingdom is in danger and I need to go home. As soon as the seed is planted, I have to get out of here and 
go save my dad. I, I don't know what's happening, but I've been getting these weird visions where he's trapped in ice and there's something weird happening with my uncle and I'm... I'm scared. I am scared that he may not be the person I always thought he was. But I know that it is my responsibility. I left my kingdom with no prince, no princess, just my dad, and he was honestly kind of frail on his own. I need to go back and, and take care of it. That makes sense. But once that's cleared up, maybe I could v- visit? Or, or you could come visit I mean yeah I I it's not it wouldn't be safe for you right now I mean it's not even safe for me right now the magic thing is punishable by death but but um but if if I could help restore high guard to the way it was when my mom was around then it could be safe and then maybe you could come and and see it maybe maybe we could meet on the summer solstice if if everything's you know, if you're able to to fix what needs to be fixed, and you said you have festivals, maybe we could have a a, a date on the summer solstice. A, a date? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like that a lot. <laughs> it would be really great to see the world and meet, see your people and your kingdom, and get out of Haven for a little bit. I think it would be a good diplomatic mission, and also a date. <laughs> I would like that. Have you ever been out of Haven before? No. What? You've never been out of Haven before? I mean, I I had never been out of Highguard, but I just assumed that was because I was kept in a tower and, you know, was an embarrassment to my whole family and kingdom. But but you don't seem like you're an embarrassment and, and your kingdom doesn't seem nearly as strict as mine. So I guess I just had assumed that you would have traveled or something. I haven't, but I'd like to. And you're not an embarrassment. Thanks. Well, I, th- I guess it depends on who you ask. <laughs> anyway, keep sprinkling herbs on the ground. And uh, I think that Cat uh, just kind of blushes and, and keeps sprinkling herbs too. Um, and uh, just like as as you're walking, like she just interlocks her fingers with your fingers and less of like a, I need a support friend way and more in like a romantic, like you guys are taking a little romantic stroll through the sacred glen together. That's cool. Will Delilia rally the courage to believe in herself? What's the real story behind Felix's silver sword? And will Thea be able to save her kingdom and her family? Maybe we'll find out next time on Spellbound. A big thank you to our top tier patrons, The Dude, The Parkers, Laura Carter, Julie Vaughn, Ryan Botwana Caruza, Sean Pierre Ringgold, Kat Harker, Nick Price, Wizard Lucas, and Nate Card. Songs in this episode include Spellbound and Spellbound Part 2, Keeper of the Forest, Woodland Lullaby, and Crystal Forest by Vinsvept of Bandcamp.com, Master of the Feast, Evil Plan, and Decline by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.filmmusic.io, all other music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. All sound effects from Thessalian Studios and Zapsplat.com. Until next time. 
It is, it says, it is the death note of weapons. All you have to do is tell it that you hate that guy and loose an arrow at him. Oh, I hate that guy. Target acquired. <laughs> That's the command phrase. Oh, I hate that guy. 